cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. So the time was... I just realized that it says back to the legend at hand and we'd be telling stories to be getting the podcast. I know. And you see how I do that? Unintentionally? You, that didn't, was, it, you didn't know that. but that Unintentionally. You know, it I, was, no, I noticed something about myself though. I'm not going to cap. I notice when I do things unintentionally, it always works for me. Mm. So like that, right? Every time we start the show, I start with a, a story from our past or yeah. I start from a story that... Interlude. I, interlude, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like back to the story at hand yeah back to the legend yeah, yeah, yeah. Or back to the legend of the story and the legend being you know the nothing story. but a g thing yeah. the gee was uh-huh. that we're telling exactly. and i realized that we've never mentioned like how we came up with the name nothing but a g thing i don't know if today is the day that we do that Maybe. but uh I, not it i'm not not too pressed okay yeah right. i'm not too pressed on it but i guess now that we said it we should mention it just of briefly of course so uh, how did we come up with the name how did we come i don't know i think we just was like thinking about like how we are first of all our last name starts with the letter g so that's just the, yeah, that's, really that's just simple. that's really what it is with yeah. like the nothing but a g thing thing is just kind of like we were thinking about g yeah things and mm-hmm. i um like alliterations you do i do like alliterations like i want to name my children like i want to if i have a daughter when i have a daughter i want to name her teme tope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because i like tt like i like yeah so but that's Irrelevant. So I, I don't know where the nothing but a G thing came from, but I think it just had to do with the fact that our last name starts with the letter G. Yeah, we G. wanted to get Giwa in there. That's G. What it was. Just G. G. Not not our last I name. I mean, yeah. It's weird but because if they come you back be... to us, if they come back to us and say, oh, this da-da-da, this podcast name has already been taken, da-da-da, we would say, oh, the G stands for Giwa. So, like, technically. The thing is, like, you be trying to, like, and because I, I went back and listened to old episodes of the podcast as well. Like, you be trying to be secretive about certain things, and then you'll just end up telling it anyway. Like, you because told. Because I like the mystery. But there's no mystery if you end up telling it anyway. Like you, in one episode, we was not trying to divulge of where course. we where we worked, and then like in you the next sentence, yeah, you said it. Of course. So we we said that G thing, and then in the next word, you said what our last name was. But everybody would, I would assume that everybody would know it was our last name. I guess so. Either way, that's not really a mystery. Though. What's the legend at hand for Anyways, for this yeah, episode? Exactly. Um, maybe that's what we call it, legend at hand. That's the beginning. Instead of interlude. You know, I like that better. Yeah. Legend at hand. Um, so the time was sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a very, let's say, unfiltered, uncensored. I was raw, you know, delirious. Yeah. Eddie Murphy-like, you know. Yeah. No, no hope bar. I said it exactly how it was. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't as refined. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still need to work on my refineness because sometimes I need to hold my tongue. You it's a know? progress. It's a process. Um, progress. It's a process, like yeah, you process said. But in sixth grade, um, I was in this sixth grade class. Both of my sixth grade teachers, yes, you heard that correctly. I had two sixth grade teachers. Um, I started with one teacher mm-hmm. who, who we just referred to as P. No. No, no. We'll refer to the, the class I was in as P. And the new one, I will call him Napoleon. And that's just a play on words. because It was it, both of the teachers' names were P? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm following. I'm following. I'm following. So the class that I was in with the first teacher who I will be referring to as P. Yeah. Mr. P. Because he was a teacher. I was in that class and I was, you know, doing what I needed to do for the time. Mm -hmm. And then he had let us know that a new teacher would be coming on and I have to choose students that would like to go. But he didn't, he couldn't bring himself to choose. So he said, hey, who would like to go? You volunteered? I didn't volunteer. Okay. I was going to say, I don't, think, not I don't think you volunteered. But it was like, he needed a mix of like, you know, like in school, it's very political. So you needed kids that got good grades. You needed mediocre. And then you needed some of the bad ones mm-hmm. so that it doesn't look as bad on you as a teacher, because you know, that's part of like your metric for your, for, for your, for your, for anything that you're doing f- from a salary perspective. Right. So P transitioned me to 
um, Napoleon. Napoleon. And don't think I was a mid or, or, or bad. I was bad, but I was a very smart kid. You know, I got the good grades and everything. Which is the problem that the teachers had with us. Of because course. if a student is bad, you can most definitely just, you know, write them off as bad. Of course. But if you have a student like Deji and I, because uh, before I was just telling Deji about how we both had terrible experiences in, in our sixth grade classes. Of course. It's it's very hard to to work with a student who who's actually doing well in school and is just like has like a don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah. Cuz you really can't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. So, continue. so as I transition to Napoleon, um, Mr. Napoleon cuz it's still school. Yeah, it's Mr. Napoleon. He was a teacher and you know, when you're a new teacher, everything is really about like you asserting your dominance and your control and establish Mm. yourself so you think so the kids respect you for me i'm gonna be very honest i don't respect adults as a child i didn't respect adults out the go for any reason no um you gotta earn my respect that's always been one of my things i just don't give that out freely um and it, it started as a child but in that class i would go about you know whether that's talking talking back or whether that'd be like he's teaching something and I'm holding my own conversation with my friends because <laughs> real ignorant. Yeah. You, that's the one thing about Dayton. Like that's why that's why sometimes I'll be looking at you like, where does this man come from? Because the Dayton that I grew up with and I knew acted just like me. Yeah, we course. was we was peasing the bar. Like we was, you know. <laughs> like people like, be like, you guys are so different now. And I'm like, no. I we used to like as ignorant as they do, as ignorant as y'all think that I am, I that worse. I was. I was worse. He was worse. I was very worse. I don't know. I mean, I, of course, I refined a little bit, but Deji refined a lot of yeah, it. it so like that was now. Yeah, that's yeah, funny because yeah. I'm remembering that. Yeah, now. yeah Deji yeah. was bad. I, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. <laughs> would be trying to teach us four times sixteen is forty eight or whatever it is. It's actually sixty four. And I would I was be about having to a say, full conversation. Me? I'd be having a full conversation. Like, so, hey, dog, what are we going to do at recess? Loud as hell. And he'd be like, hey, Deji, I'm trying to teach you class. Hey, Deji be like, I don't care. And he'd be like, what? what's the answer? I'd be like, 64. So, anyway, so right. you trying to play kickball? So the- <laughs> Who about to be the kickball captain? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So then, this is hilarious. So then how Napoleon, uh, Mr. Took, Napoleon. Took, uh, took the socialization aspect. Because, you know, when sixth grade... I mean, school, when you're younger, is really all about socializing. It's not really about learning because at the end of the day, who cares? Right. No um, child left behind. Exactly. Um, so Napoleon took it upon himself to, you know, do the ultimate punk move. Mm. And he basically got a desk, separated from me, put me in the corner. Wow. And that's how I had to live the remainder of the school year. So wow. during that, I, I missed out on all the conversations, the notes, all that stuff. But you know me. I'm very I was clever, you know. So if there was times to free up, I would try to stay in my seat a little bit longer before he was like, all right, let's learn the next lesson. But, you know, when you spend that much time alone Mm. and all your friends are chit-chatting and talking together, guess what? You become your own best friend. Wow. Um, And in that, I had to start learning how to build the relationship within myself. And I'm saying all these things because that's what today's show is about, right? We're talking about the relationship within ourselves and with ourselves. Yes. And in that moment, sixth grade especially, I had to learn that if I don't have me Mm -hmm. as my own friend, guess what? I'm going to be a very lonely person. Yeah. So shout out to Napoleon for putting me in a situation where I had to either thrive Mm -hmm. or, you know, become isolated and lonely and fail. Mm -hmm. But if you know anything about me, failure ain't never been something that comes to me easy. So, you know, I had to show Napoleon that you're not going to strive me. And right. I still was ignorant in this class. I just found other been. ways to do it. As you should have been. As I should have been. Because you don't do that to no child. Because what, what, what's this? Is this is this the shoot? I was about to say. Is this prison? I was about to say. Like, is this isolation? Am I in a box? I was like, what? Is, am I supposed to be learning and having fun? Or do you want me to be I think the problem is a lot of teachers did not know how to articulate themselves in a way that made sense for kids or that worked for kids. For us, we were very defiant, but like if you explained it to us in a way that made sense, maybe we would have been more accepting of your ruling because that's really what it was. I think that for me personally, um, 
we was bad kids. We just, that's plain simple. We really like just acted out in school for whatever reason, you know, we'll deep diver, we we'll, we'll deep, we'll dive deeper into that. But I think that like, well, you know, we could have gave the teachers a little bit of credit because they were teachers, but also like, this is not the inner city. We grew up in the suburbs, you know, like you didn't have to do all that to, to kids. Why do I have to give, why do I have to give teachers credit? I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that you do. I don't. I mean, I looking at. What, I like to give the the, te- the people that I know that are teachers now. I like to give them credit because, like, those are my peers, sure, and things of that sort. And I know that they wouldn't act in a way that the teachers that we had acted. But um, for all the other teachers that I had growing up, that that you know felt like they could you know take their authority out on me, fuck them. Most Excuse of, me. And I don't problem, even like cursing. My problem has always been if you think you're in a position of power and yeah. you want to flex that, guess what? I'm going to show you have no power. Period. And in this situation, it, and that's why I'm saying like it happened in sixth grade, but it just kind of followed, right? Because mm-hmm. it happened in seventh grade. And I'm like, I'm in this class for 50 minutes. How are you going to separate me from me and all my friends? I'm here for 50 minutes. Yeah. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then you want to have the nerve to say, oh, that child is not going to make anything of themselves. And, you know, that's the problem. The same person that you isolate, the same person that you isolate is going to fuck around, become wildly successful. And all you're going to do is shit on you. If he's if he's if he's not. I mean, I would never do that because at the end of the day, your hustle is your hustle. But when it comes to teaching, my problem has always been, are you a teacher mm-hmm. or do you just like to have control? Okay. Because if you're a teacher, yeah, you're going to teach these kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how difficult they are, right? You're going to understand that some of my favorite counselors and teachers were people that would really talk to me like I was their equal. Yeah. Literally like we homies. And after that, I can respond to you because at least I've always been in the position that like if you my homie, I can learn and I can respect you because even now with my friends, the conversations that we have, it's like you may be well-versed, more well-versed than me in this. And I may be well-versed in this. And that's okay. We don't always have to be like uh, one on top of the other. But it's like I want to learn from you. You learn from me. And that's why I was like teachers be looking at it wrong. Stop thinking about affecting change. And you're a man who gives a crap about that. Yeah. You could be you, you could be instilling like like trust like regular interpersonal skills because mm-hmm. that's really all elementary school because let's be about. honest this is just a glorified daycare like of course like kindergarten through sixth grade is glorified daycare you really don't start to learn the stuff that you need or or anything until you get to high school that's where you know education really matters because that's the determinant of where you're going to go for college and whatever you're going to do for the rest I, of your let's life. Not talk about because I you know yeah we could definitely have a whole episode about schooling and that's not what we're here to talk about no, today because though, I definitely believe that schooling is literally the um the policing it's the introductory to the to the system of policing and of I can course. break down how like teachers are you know um, correctional officers and I could do all of that because I've done all of that of but today's not the day of course i've just but because i'm thinking about how ignorant i was in sixth grade no you were definitely ignorant that's funny that you brought that up because i really <laughs> forgot i'd be forgetting about you i'd be forgetting who because you really was because you change is so the change is, is very drastic it's very drastic yeah. it's very, very but it's good it, it was for the better i of think course. but like because that used I to t- be that I, used to be my nigga back there. <laughs> <You're ignorant. laughs> that used to get in trouble more than me. Of course. And, and that's I crazy. Never, and I never got it. Like, I never got it to the degree you got it. That's so was. crazy, right? Like, that's how I knew that the stuff was fucked. Honestly, one of these days, maybe next episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, like, us growing up, going to school. Because that shit is like, it's you comedy. know, it's comedy. Like, I'm the comedy. stories that we had to go through. And just how, like, we literally were the same person, but we were treated. We had drastically different experiences. We had def definitely different experiences and i mean of course that has to do with the fact that i was a young black woman and she was a young black man um growing up in um a pretty diverse mm-hmm. suburb but like at the end of the day still majority we, white. we were still i wasn't gonna say majority white i would still say we were minorities because yeah. like we were the black kids that were educated and whose parents showed up for things and and you know yeah, things like that so yeah because if i talk about high school and some of the when we was in the same math class I really didn't give no fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, fun times. Fun times. It was very fun. But I really like if I if I heard like my child and like son, you really said that like you're you gonna you gonna get a B plus on this test. Regardless so, if you regardless, regardless if, if I you, take notes or not. Yeah. And then I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, and then she looked 
me dap up. me up. Shit, you gonna dap your son up? Like yeah, I guess so. Shit, uh, but you know I like to back my talk up. You know I'll explain right, that story at a later podcast. Definitely so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, all of this has to do with Deji saying that we're we're gonna be talking about how you build the relationship with yourself. Build a relationship with yourself, dude. Had he he was isolated from the rest of his friends, of and he said, "That's fine. I'm, I'm gonna make myself my own friend." What you got to do? And I'm gonna still find a way to connect with my friends because fuck you. Of course, Excuse and me. then even just in general living in this house um there's always we have always had a lot of like solo or isolation time not because we not because like not by force it's just like most people in our home are just geared towards just like loneliness and just being by themselves yeah we enjoy that like we've never sat down at the dinner the dining table and ate a meal as a family together no Deji and I will. Of course, we'll, we've done that plenty of times. Yeah, when we cook, sometimes we'll sit. It when actually we did that all the time when we cook. Yeah, all this anytime that we cook together or um yeah, uh we'll sit down and and eat the meal together and we'll watch videos or we'll talk and you know just and then enjoy. Mom try to interrupt us because you know, yeah she, and start talking about her own life and and all the struggles she got to go through. And I'm, we're like, do you always have to run this? But you know, that's besides the point. There. Besides um, the point. So when was like the first time you actually started to invest in the relationship with yourself? Um, I think that I'm still working on it. I think that this year in particular, I think that I'm going to, I feel like I've been, I've done like bits and pieces of things Mm -hmm. to invest in, in the relationship with myself. So Mm -hmm. basically like investing in the relationship of yourself. What do you mean? Like, pouring into yourself and yeah, doing it's things not, it's not self-love right because all that stuff is like reaffirming yourself but like, yeah yeah when you think about a relationship right a lot of the times it's like how am i learning about this person yeah so that i can order can i i can help this person grow pour into give, them yeah mm-hmm. i guess it's pouring into them so i would say that i am not completely there definitely working on it but i think that this year i'm definitely going to be working towards it uh definitely want to start going to therapy like officially I've gotten to the point to where like I've walked, looked at the therapist mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, could schedule a time, but something about that made me anxious because then you schedule a time and now you got to start telling your business. So, you know, it's not just, a, it's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So that like, I literally got to the point where I saw the therapist, I saw the times that I could click and schedule a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, let me come back to this because you know, that's really going to be the starting point of, you know, doing the actual work. Yeah to 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 pour into yourself and to to you know do that but i feel like i've done like little things you know we talk about how we parent our inner children and i've been like getting back and like tapping back into things Mm. um and i also just like realize about myself and within myself that um like the things that i the the things that i i stress so hard about like i i actualize them and i think about them and i say you you know you don't have to stress so much or mm-hmm. you don't have to worry so much i'm i'm very hard on myself so i try not to um all the things that a therapist will tell me i try not to be as hard on myself i i realize why i'm hard on myself and i work towards not being as hard on myself and not worrying about making mistakes because i'll make a mistake and that shit will be in my brain for like the next three weeks yeah. so i'm trying to get better at doing that just personally i i spend a lot of time by myself I've, since I was little, like Deji said, like he'd be off doing his own thing. My mom and dad would be working. Tunde would be out of the house. So I spent a lot of time with myself. Mm-hmm. So I've always been, you know, like I've always been just to myself. Right. But now being with myself now, I think that the most important thing I can do is try to work on how I am when I'm not by myself. How okay. I how I interact with other people. All right, all right, but that's the process. Like, how do you become softer? How do you become more inter? Well, I wouldn't say you're a pretty good interpersonal person, but yeah. how do you how do you reflect the things that people say that you're or you are like not re- the negative things? You yeah, because um, you know sometimes I mean my biggest plight is that people say I'm too confident. Too confident. Yeah, almost to the fact that like I can do no wrong, which. If you know me, I'm I'm very critical of myself. Yeah, and I'll tell you if you do something wrong right away. Of course, away. of course. And then I mean, most of the time I catch it myself, and I like to apologize. And then Yummy's like, I already knew you was gonna apologize, but it's not the fact that you know. Yeah, it's the fact that I had to come to the realization that like, oh, that wasn't right, you know? Because I'll be the first one to apologize for my wrongdoing, and I'll try to make amends. Um, 
But, you know, that's like you said. For me, when I started realizing that, like, I need to start investing in myself, although it was at that early age of sixth grade, which is what I'm like, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started looking at it from, like, the standpoint of, like, oh, I need to start pouring into myself so that when I'm alone, I can enjoy myself. Yeah. It was more or less when I saw myself doing things that made like made me enjoy being alone right yeah 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 um i obviously i mean i play music all the time sometimes too loud too much yeah too much yeah no no too much too loud like if i if there is something i can use as background music guess what it's gonna be some music you know um but that's it. I will literally sit in a room, turn off the lights with no TV, and just listen to music. I used to do that with headphones in, but now that I have a smart speaker, I literally do that. And I don't need nothing else. And I'll just do that, right? And that's my alone time to kind of, I guess, like gauge and process the things that I happen. That's what happens when I, you know, when I'm in my room and I have, like, because that's one of my favorite things to do um, is literally relax. You know, you have you a bottle of, uh, you can have your favorite drink, cocktail, or you have a wine. Um, and, you know, I like to do an edible now. And then you do that. And then you just relax. And then I literally take stock of my life. And I'm like processing everything that I need to do and what has occurred and how I can be better. And that brings me a lot of joy because it's like, oh, Deja, you're not that far off. And, you know, that practice is like something that I always instilled in myself because it's like, I used to be a perfectionist, like bad 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 like i used to literally literally i used to like i wouldn't say get anxiety but i would literally freak over every detail you know what i'm saying like almost to the point where it was like borderline ocd you know what i'm saying i was a very meticulous person when it came down to like how i dress how like how i carried myself you know sometimes even like the way i eat at restaurants because you know i'm I'm particular. I say it's particular now because it's lesson, right? Like I've done things psychologically to realize that like, hey, germs won't kill you. You know what I'm saying? I played football my whole entire life. Yeah. I had all these sweaty men and that never really. Men are are nasty. And that really never affected me, right? Yeah. But then it's like when I'm out of that, it's like, hey, yo, man. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I was going to say wash your hands. You're not going to carry hand sanitizer. You're not going to have lotion on you. Yeah. Just basic hygiene stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even when you're messing with people, right? I used to be like, so you just came from outside the house, but then you want to kiss up on me? Come on, man. Well, you know, that's usually what happens with the... with the. It don't matter. I'm okay. Not, you know what I'm saying? With the, emo, yeah. It don't matter. Cause yeah. <laughs> it don't matter no more. With the white tees. That's what happens with the white tees. I don't know. But you know, I, I, and I used to really be like, and I would have to tell myself. Hey, I mean, you still you still have that though. No, it's not as bad. It's not to that extent? No. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not that bad. I okay. Mean, there's a lot of times, and I mean, begrudgingly, but it's a lot of times, I, I did the work on myself. I was yeah. like, oh, what is the why? Why is, what is the why? You know what the why is? It's because, and this is for me too, it's because we were never allowed to make mistakes. Of course. When we were younger. Of course. I remember one time, I made a mistake on something and I was getting yelled at by my father. And I literally told him, I said, I made a mistake. And dude said, don't make mistakes. I said, hey, <laughs> I hit me. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So that's definitely where that stands. That's that stems from. I think that like you have the whole, you want to be a perfectionist to where it extends through everything that you do. And me, I'm so worried about failing on the other side that I won't even try to do the things yeah. to be yeah. a perfectionist. Of so I think that, you know, that's something that we both we both come to realize and we both deal with. Um, and to that, I would say, like, for me now, I want to work on enjoying my own company not because i have to because that's where it was before right yeah because i was always by myself i didn't have that companionship or like people around me um so i had to be comfortable with being myself Mm. or being by myself now i want to be comfortable with being me and being isolated because that's something that i want to be like i want to be comfortable with myself so it's instead of like this is your only um like this is your only option i want it to be an option that i pick for myself of course so that's kind of where that is now so like what are you doing when you ask that question like what are you doing um 
to to improve the relationship with yourself i'm trying to get comfortable with being alone or being by myself in just me on my own terms Mm. i was just thinking about how last year i took a trip and for like the first couple of days on the trip i was kicking it by myself and i've realized what i like to do i was on the trip i went out um for brunch during the day got drunk i remember you called me i did <laughs> I don't, we'll have to talk about the conversation because i don't even remember what the conversation was <laughs> but i got out got drunk got me a whole craft it was bottomless mimosas but i got me a whole craft drank that by myself i think i had like two because it was bottomless i said hey by myself drink two crafts i'm sitting at the bar eating brunch lady sits next to me she tried to put me on game how i can give me a little sugar daddy i was like that's fine, but I'm not giving up any sugar. So we ended up taking shots, exchanging numbers. It was a great time. Went back to my um, Airbnb and laid out at the pool all day. That's the life I want to live. That's where I'm, that's how you, you know, yeah. with you, that's where I was, where I was the most comfortable. Oh, yeah. And that was me getting in tune with myself that's beautiful that was i honestly it was like when i came back a happier person i definitely did and i mean like i was just in the presence of love and all of the things and it was a trip you know based in love and all of that so you know you can't be come back from a trip pressed and annoyed like when we came back from new york I was I was glad to be home. We was upset. We was upset. I'm telling you, New York. We was so bad. We was mad at each other. New York, please. I tell you, I beg of you. I I beg. I beg. I beg. Please Uh, treat us better when we please. We're coming back this year, so (laughs) we hope that the experience is better. And we are going to work within ourselves to make sure that we have a better trip. So we're gonna make sure we we get sleep. Yeah, we were exhausted. exhausted. Y'all listen to the episode. Get us out of here. We was we was ready to go. I told you it was again like getting slapped in the back of the head. That was really funny. (laughs) So so I just think that like for me now that I know what are things that I like to do when I'm by myself, I need to make sure I'm doing those. Cause that's how I build the relationship in with me. Like I was literally chilling by the pool for three days. It was beautiful. And I came home with a nice little tan. Yeah. You know, that's what I like. No, it's just crazy how you talk about it from the standpoint of you always being alone. Yeah. And then now you're choosing to be alone. That's a very powerful thing. Yeah. It's a choice right? Mm -hmm. that empowers you. Yeah. But for me, it was like... I feel like being able to choose anything in your life is empowering. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's why people break up with people all the time. Because it's like, you feel like I need to be with you. But I don't feel like I need to. So I need to break it. Uh-oh. That's an empowering feeling. As okay. as hard as it might be... It's I was going to say, em- let's not talk about breakups. Like- no, I'm saying. It, it can be an empowering... I'm just trying to put a positive spin on breakups. Sure, sure. But to your point, mm-hmm. it's interesting because I've always been surrounded by people. Yes. So... Yes. Me being the socialized, the socialite I've been, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be going here if it was a sport. I'd be like, all right, I'm about to dip. And yeah. then, you know, my parents be like, no, don't go out. And I would just go, go out. out. anyway. Yeah, ignorant. Ignorant. Was, I'm telling you, I really be forgetting. <laughs> oh, I really, yeah. I really be I forgetting things. I used to be like, yummy, I'm going to turn on the TV, turn on the lights, just turn it off at like 1 o'clock or 12 midnight. It's crazy. And then I would come back at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning in high school. I didn't really care. And I never got caught. You know what I'm saying? Except for one time when I had to go pick you up. Of course. And yeah. then the other time where I didn't come back home because I got you too felt, faded. You felt, yeah, you yeah, felt I got asleep. too faded. Um, but it's interesting because I've always been around people. So yeah. like, even like from the standpoint of like, I've, I, and that's why it's like, it's, it's, you make fun of it, but like for me to make friends, it's not hard. Like I make friends wherever I go. It doesn't matter what state. Mm-hmm. I just have to be in the right like alignment. I have to be like good energy and all that stuff. Maybe that's why I'd be annoyed at you for like every time we go out somewhere. Because and, and it's literally like, yeah, because I'd be forgetting. Yeah. Honestly, I just, like, I think a lot of things we put outside of our heads as we get older, and we just need, like, one thing to remind us. Yeah. But you have always been a social person and da 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 I'll literally talk to anybody. It doesn't really matter. And that's my problem, right? Literally, I'll talk to somebody. I'll be like, oh, that's a cool drink. And then they'll literally go on about the drink, and then I'll start asking them about their life. And that's all you need to do to make friends. Get them to talk about themselves. At, about themselves. Yeah, about that, themselves. I don't ever talk about myself when I talk to strangers. Yeah. I literally, I'm like, oh. But okay. sometimes I feel like you be asking too many questions. Because that's just people personal. will give you everything yeah. if you ask them as a stranger. Okay. So it's like, it's the and if they're if I feel like if I get a good vibe off them, yeah. it's cool, right? Like we made a friend in Atlanta, mm-hmm. literally at the airport on her way out. Yeah. I can call her whenever I want to, ask her what's up, da da da. She now she's going to school in Iowa to become a doctor. Yeah. Right? That stuff is just natural to me. I go out to Cali, I can do this. I go out to Arizona, I can do this. I don't really worry about like that's why I said like I can live anywhere in the United States because for me to say, Oh, drop me down here, 
okay, I'll just figure out how to make my my community. But it's a constant process to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like people go to these places and they're like, I don't know how to make friends. So they get on an app or Mm -hmm. they're like, they just go with with whatever crowd accept them. Me, I get to be picky because I know other people I need in my life, right? So like for me to build my community, I'm gonna be very intentional. And if I don't think you're thorough like that, I don't worry about it. And more importantly, I trust God. So I know God's gonna bring the right people around me. But to your point, religion, um, to your point about always being around people, sometimes you don't have that time alone. Yeah. And as I've gotten older, that's something I I value so much. Right. So like the same point that you made where you went to some, right. I went to Arizona Mm -hmm. and I was the first one there. I think the first day, I think the first day I was there by myself, like almost till night. I was there all all the way till nighttime Mm -hmm. because I didn't know when they was coming. So then I'm over here chilling. Right. And I did everything that I want to. I got in the first, first and most, first, first and most importantly, whenever I go into any space, I don't know why. I always get my toiletry bag and I put it in the bathroom. I mm-hmm. like to get settled in the bathroom because at least I know if that's good, I'm good. Okay. Um, and then after I did that, I got ready, and then I was like, I went. For, I looked at the places I wanted to eat. And I went to go eat. You know, I had me a very lovely dinner. You know what I'm saying? By myself, have myself one or two drinks. And then I do what I always like to do. Because when I go places, the best part of it is that nobody knows me, right? I get to be nobody. And that's why I actually like traveling. It's not because I'm trying to flex. I get to be nobody. So I'll literally walk around and just peep the scene. So when I was in Arizona, I walked around that whole entire strip for like an hour and a half. Then I called the Uber. Went back to the spot, made me another drink, and then I was chilling by the pool, relaxing. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's it's, the thing, water. Yeah, and that's what it, <laughs> it might be water. But you know, I it's sent, water for me because I'm a cancer. I so. sent Yebby the pictures. I was like, this is the life I should be living. This is the life we both should be living. So I basically did. what we're telling you to do is take solo trips. Yeah, solo trips. And and I even said that, like, I need to take a solo trip because I know what I'm gonna do. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of me reading, journaling, doing the things I like to do. Like I don't like I don't even need to go to the nightclub. I don't really care about that stuff. For me, it was just like, I need to be in an environment where everything is feeding into me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want to take a solo trip for my birthday, but I don't know where I want to go. I'm like, do I want to stay in the States? Because if I stay in the States, then like, there's going to be people that I know where I go. You know, if I go out of the States, yeah, if I go out of the States, they might not hit me up, but like, they'll They'll, still, you know, if I go out of the States, safety. So, I mean, I'll figure that out, but I definitely have time. But, isolation and and being by yourself and the relationship we have with ourselves we've seen is really based off of like how we grew up which is really how everything is based off of all all the relationships the interesting question i have next is that like we had to figure that out for ourselves and that makes it harder right like Mm -hmm. for me i like to i'm an adventurer so i like to see i like to walk around i like to just I will literally vent. And that's why sometimes it's dangerous for me because like I might fuck around and walk around or be in the wrong area because I'll be like, shit, I'm never going to be here again. Or if I'm back here again, at least I know my surroundings. Right. Mm -hmm. But like our parents or people that we looked up to didn't necessarily model that. Like, right. I don't remember a time where my dad had a habit, right. Where he would just do something for himself. He was very much work. When I come home, I go upstairs, do more work, eat, go to sleep. Yeah. That's it. The routine. Right? Even, routine. I, even Tunde, right? Tunde didn't really have hobbies like that. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't have hobbies. He was too busy working. Too busy working, too busy right. taking care of two kids. So like, like he like he birthed them. Right. So that's why I was like, it's always interesting to me because like I like started learning these things. Like even me cleaning shoes or like, you know, reading books, which I mean, I guess that was pressed upon by our parents. But like the cleaning shoes part is something that I learned I like to do because it just allows me to get up out my head. Yeah. But that's how I give myself the break to be. Mm-hmm. That's it. Ooh. Just be. The break to be. Unintentionally. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, the break saying? to be. Unintentional. <laughs> I like that, though. I like the word, way you put those words together. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's it, I didn't get that. So activities that give you the break to be. Things yeah. that give you the break to be. Yeah. That's that. That was me when I was when I was on my trip. Of course, I was drinking. I was mingling, mixing and mingling, getting yeah. free. You know, yeah. I love getting free shots because I'm pretty. I like getting free shots. Mm-hmm. Walked, which I love to do. Walking, you know, being in the sun, and then laying out. Nice water, nice weather. That's that was my break to be. Mm. That was my break to be. Your break to be is all the things you do. Yeah, I have a lot more, but like, yeah, of course, skating. Yeah, my break to be. 
create mm-hmm. my break to be. Because it's just like, I think the best part, like, because we always look at relationships as like, um, I think relationships r- rule the world. Everything is based off of a relationship of between one thing and another. But we only think about relationships from the standpoint of like familial or romantic. Not I, but yeah. Okay. But I'm saying the majority. Of, okay. Yeah, because it's like, oh, if I don't find a mate, yeah. then like, how am I supposed to live this life of like, how am I supposed to feel stable or stability? Right. But. I've always been to the standpoint, if I'm not stable in myself, mm-hmm. why the hell do I want to be in a relationship? Exactly. You need to make sure you're right within. That's what Lauren Hill said. Yeah. She said, how you going to win if you ain't right within? But definitely, that's true. I think that you have to start with yourself, which mm-hmm. is you. You know, I think um, there was like a time in my life where I had a lot of people or it was a time in my life, one. And then like subsequently where people love to tell me about myself. Yeah. Like, this is who you are. This is what you do. You do this. This is why you do this. You, you, you. And I'm like, pump the brakes, friend. I spend a lot of time with myself. I'm literally always thinking about the things that I do mm-hmm. and why I do the things that I do. One of the worst things that you can do to me is try to tell me about myself. Oh, yeah. Because I've done the work. Of course, you can always do the work. And when, once I start going to therapy, I'm going to really be like, no, I'm doing the work. And that's probably why I'm nervous to go to therapy because they're going to be trying to tell me about myself. And I'm going to be like, listen, I know you're the professional, but I'm a professional on me, too. So you have to be. And I oh, I was having a conversation with somebody about this the other day. I think a lot of people go to therapy mm-hmm. thinking that like they're miracle workers. Right. Like if you tell them all. They'll be able to fix it. They'll be able to fix it. Not but true. the thing is that, like, this is your life. Yeah. This is your thought process. This is your trauma. Yeah. Nobody can help you fix that but yourself. Mm-hmm. And they just give you tools. They give you tools. They just give you tools. And a lot of people aren't ready be to actually ear. do the work. Not. And I'm. I'm not saying that like a lot of people want to, but they're mm-hmm. not mentally ready to do the work. Yeah. So I don't think that, I'm mentally ready to tell a therapist all my business. Yeah. That's it. So, but I want to get there. How are you supposed to do the work when basically every day you're doing an event session? Like every week you're doing an event session. Mm-hmm. Is it once a week? Yeah, I mean, for me, some therapists, it depends how bad it is, right? Okay. They, but they gauge that right away. Um, my therapist is once a week. And then. You bad? You, you, you messed up? No. Okay. I mean, we're all messed up. But yeah. like for me, when I talk to my therapist, I'm actually. She, I come from a very grounded and like emotionally mature, mm-hmm. and she's even said that because I mean we had to grow up fast, right? Yeah, yeah. So in a lot of ways, I am when I am. I guess my ignorance comes because my job only paying for the eight eight first sessions oh, for my, free. Mine is free, so I'm you mine know trying to figure out how I'm gonna finesse that, but yeah. like only the eight first are free. Man, mine is free, free. Like so, free. if I do that, they charge once one, a week. They charge me one time a year, and then like after that, it's free. is it like a lump sum? Is it a no, large one twenty? Oh well. <laughs> that's not a lot of money for therapy but i'm just you know so we'll figure it out hopefully yeah. i can find another way to finesse um, the money but yeah that's why i said it's it's just interesting because i'm now i'm thinking in hindsight like i think the reason why i do the things like why i'm why i'm really bold and brash and confident and like wildly ignorant sometimes and sometimes to the point where i'm insensitive mm-hmm. is because like obviously childhood like these are things that these are hard habits to kick right yeah um, I had to be confident because, you know, you didn't get a lot of reaffirmations as a child. Mm-mm. And if the two people that say that they love you or they know they I know you the most ain't giving you what you need from a standpoint of love. Guess what? I got to love me. And that's what I'm be trying to tell people. Right? Period. Nobody could ever tell me shit. And that's why it's interesting. Nobody could ever tell me shit about me. Period. Whether we're in a relationship or not, because things don't go well. We done the work. We done the work. We done the work. Of course, the work is this yet to be done. There's always more that we can do. But I feel like, and I think one thing that we do really well is that we we know the relationship we have with the people we interact with. Almost. And we know we know how to acts i mean of course you know there's the anomalies like when deji decides that he wants to yell at me and tell me about my life but like uh um, highly stressed it's okay we don't blame you we just move it's a cute stress we know how to interact with the people that we interact with yeah. so like you're not gonna be able to say yemi you did this and i'm and i'm like blindsided by it no yeah i did that and this is why i did it yeah it's no it's no 
you know, we we live truths. We live truths. We live in truths. We definitely, I live my truth every day. We live in truths. And I think, and I will say this more and more because like, what I've been realizing is that like. I don't like to lie. I'm not a good liar. You're not. Neither am I. I'm terrible at lying. Most of the time people can tell when I'm lying. Um, you can tell when I'm lying. And I, most of the time I don't get fucked. If I lie. It's not really a big deal. It's not, it's not like a, you know. It's not a no. It's like, oh. I can't uh, lie. You'll know. Usually I'm very transparent to a point, to a fault. Uh, yeah, did you be telling me some of his business? I wish he would have kept in the vault. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I'd be like, damn, what am I about to do with this? Just exactly. keep it, okay, cool, you know, cool. Just, you know, sometimes you gotta let you know what the what people, what type of craziness you go through. Yeah, then that's fine. Uh, you know, but yeah, you know, it's the life we live, shop. Uh, but we move. Yes. Um, but it's interesting because what I started to realize is that, like, because I was watching a video and it was talking about like very mentally strong people mm-hmm. very mentally strong people don't play the blame game yeah right so when you start playing the blame game even albeit though it might some of it or most of it the fault could be on you and i'm saying this in relationships in general i but i was thinking about this like with our parents right because yeah. they love to play the blame game Ooh. on their own children Ooh. and i'm like look yo where you are in life is not my fault yeah like regardless of whatever the fuck whatever the fuck they saying mm-hmm it's not my fault. No. If you are upset by the position you're in, yeah, you should have planned better. You it, even if you didn't plan, you can always change the plan. Really, you should have been flexible. You should have been adaptable. Adaptable, or flexible. Malleable. That's the real malleable. word, right? If you're gonna be metal, be malleable. Be malleable, right? Mm-hmm. So like. I look at that and I'm like, y'all not mentally strong people. No. I know y'all feel like you are because you've dealt with all this struggle. And that's what the older generation will tell you. Yeah. My struggle gave me strength. Fuck struggle. Really? Fuck struggle. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I see a beater, battered, tired person. A person who did not invest in themselves. Yeah. And I don't mean like chasing your dreams. I mean literally invest in yourself so you yourself know that you're solid in within yourself. Because the one thing I've realized and I will always appreciate about Tunde is that motherfucker knows who he is. That's our eldest brother. Tunde knows who he is. And, That's he's, not, and he's he's gotten to the point where like now because he's older, but even when he was going through it with my parents and uh, and he was getting in that the phase I am in now, mm-hmm. Tunde always knew himself, mm-hmm. and he never tried to be anything but himself. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, if, even when the people around him try to break him down, exactly. It's a lot so, of people try to break you down from who you are. So if people are already broken and they're not sure of who they are in themselves, don't let them tell you what who you are because they don't even know who who they is. That's the fact. That's what I'm telling people. That's why I said when I when people used to be telling me about myself because it, it happened a lot when I was young, like they just said back when we was in school. People used to tell me about myself all the time, and I'm like, I'm only 12, 13, and I already know. Of course, I'm continuing to evolve and I'm getting to to grow, but that's a problem that you see too because they'll try to tell you something about yourself and now you have to question if that's really who you are big facts be like you a troublemaker you a bad girl you are and now you have to figure out is that really who i am that's why you don't tell little kids that they bad because then they're gonna really think that when they grow up they're gonna be thinking that yeah that's something you carry i mean i still carry one of the biggest things that i always carry is that like for whatever reason i'd be carrying that i'm dumb or i'm stupid well, that's. I mean, if you have someone telling you that enough, you you right. gonna start to believe. You start it. to believe it, right? Yeah. But that wasn't me. And now you got a whole thing called dumb smart. So really, and yeah. I'm playing though because that's who I am. Because because <laughs> unintentional, right? Unintentionally. Yeah. Unintentionally. No, but that's really what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's like I look at it and I'm like, look, bro, you can't. You look at look at look at everything that, and I'm saying this, looking in hindsight, right? In the moment, and on, when I was going through it, I was really believing these things. But what happened is that people came into my life and along the way, and they're like, why aren't you seeing all these things, yeah, right? you are actually uh, really smart. Like, yeah, people reaffirm you a lot, right? Yes. And it's the people that, like, grow to invest and love you, and, like, they spend the time to get to know you, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they don't do that great of a job, at least they're like, well, I mean, I could tell you these things, right? Yeah. So now I'm at that age where, like, that stuff don't really bother me, right? But it affected me because, you know, that stuff, like, unbeknownst to me, if it, like... Anytime I had a moment of like where my intelligence or my brains were in question, I automatically went to that default like, damn, I'm dumb. Yeah, maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Right. So then it's like I have to like you get to the point where you're like, well, I need to read more. I need to learn more. I need to do this. this, And you become this like almost like brainiac. Right. Yeah. And perfectionist. It, yeah. So it's like, damn, I didn't want this. So that's why I said investing and starting to analyze these things in my, in my relationship with myself, I was able to like get the boundaries within myself. Yeah. 
Because I was like, okay, we always talk about boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. But like, what about my own boundaries? What if I, what if I, wow. That's what what about your, the, the boundaries you set with yourself? That's exactly what I'm saying. That, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Because I do that all the time. You I see, like that. We need see, to set boundaries with ourselves. You see how. I like that. You see, after last year, because mm-hmm. of all the craziness and the wahala and the way I was talking. Yeah. I literally now, if I feel like I'm getting upset, I'm like, look, let me just, let me just remove myself from the situation. Amen. And I will literally just be like, I'll or I'll say okay, that's what I'll say. I'll mm-hmm. say okay, or like, I'll just immediately I'll just say something, or I'll just end the conversation. And then, or I'll say, like, if it I feel like it's getting to a point and people are starting to say things they don't say, I'll just say that's mean. That's not nice. Like I literally did with mom on Saturday. I was like, you don't need to be saying all this. That's not nice. She don't care. She gonna say what she wants to say. And I just continue to say that until I actually want to process it and mm-hmm. deal with it. But I don't need to. But that's what I do now. That's true. Because, you know, growing up, everyone, you know, Deju was always the arguer. Of course. And I was the one. They felt like I was less, you know, Yemi is going to do. No, she does. She just not going to say nothing. I just, you know, moved in silence like real G's. But like <laughs> Deju would literally argue with my parents. And I'm like, it's no point. Even back then, I knew because I don't like to argue now. I'm not of really course. an arguer. But like even back then, I knew. I'm not about to do this back and forth with y'all. Deji would be the one doing the back and forth. Yeah, I had to. Be like, Deji, so you just don't listen. You don't do this. Because we would argue with them. But like now, boundaries. Right. Just before I even get to the arguing with you, I'm going to be setting a boundary myself because I don't want to get to the position where I allow you to get me worked up and I speak out. Now, my boundary is speaking up for myself. Yeah. Is speaking up because before I would just let, you know, folks talk to me any kind of way, say anything to me. And I mean, like folks in my family, you know, that people that those type of things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to say what I have to say. I'm going to let you know, because my, my mouth chakra be closing when it's time to argue, when I feel like an argument is coming on. But I need to let it open. Mm-hmm. I need to let it open. I need to it just has it. to. And I, uh, uh, I'd be feeling it like I really will feel myself when I get into an argument or when I feel like, you know, there's about to be some sort of confrontation, which I don't like. I don't like confrontation, which is why I don't argue, which is if, why I'm passive aggressive. If I never have to argue, and I mean like in a yelling match again, I, I know that I... I don't think those... I mean, like, I've never really had to do that. I don't think those are useful. But I think, like, I don't... When I feel like the conversation is useful, mm-hmm. then I'll have that conversation. Or if I feel like I actually need to say this so I can get you to stop talking, then I will have that. Like, I had to have a conversation with my mama, and I had to, you know, open up my chakra that I usually keep closed. And speak to her in a way where she would understand that this is not a conversation that we're going to keep having. Yeah. And she listened and she stopped talking. But of course, if there's ever a situation where she feels like bringing it up again, she will. And I'll shut it down again and again until she gets the point. She might not ever. Mm. And that's fine. But at least I'm not, you know, withholding myself, which would in, in would come full circle moment, would not help me in, you know, and healing myself in the relationship I have with myself. Because right. if I keep it in, that's doing more damage than right. good. So what I learned, I need to have boundaries with myself. I like, the, I like that you said that. I like that you said that. You know, some, I'd be doing the work on myself. I know I'd be acting like well, I don't. And you also got a therapist too. So. Oh, 100%. I, I will never act like I... This year is the year that I asked for help. There's yeah. no, there is no more. I'm doing everything. I'm not breaking my back for folks. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I can't. I really just can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is literally the year where I allow help to be given to me. Amen. So if you don't want to, that's fine. But I understand where we, where I stand in your life. Period. And this is the year I walk in my purpose. Exactly. Get so to work. It's very intentional this year. Yeah, we we own it. Yeah. Dap me up. When we on the YouTube, y'all would have seen that. Yeah, we, yeah, that's what we're doing. So, I mean, that's the end of this segment. The next segment that, you know, because we talk, we could talk about that enough. We could talk about we that We talked now. about it fine. Yeah, yeah. The well, next segment, um, should I do a ghetto intellectual? I have a question. I also had a ghetto intellectual, but you could go for it. No, let's, let's do yours. Let's do yours because I did one. I'll keep mine for next week. Okay, I have to remember it. Or next episode. My ghetto intellectual was, all right, here it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, if you don't remember. No, I, I remember mind. it. So my ghetto intellectual is question is, question, is mm-hmm. a scenario. So I'm going to set the scenario. Okay, set it. Um, so you are out to dinner with with individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. The check come. We, we didn't talk about this already? No, this okay. was about uh, do you separate yourself from broke This is just, this is me bringing up the scenario because okay. I was thinking about how I handled this situation in the past. Okay. And it was very ghetto. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> well. 
<laughs> well, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and if it was, it was ghetto. Yes. Let's okay. Let's get to it. Okay. So the scenario is, you get a check mm-hmm. at a dinner table. Yeah. Say the dinner party is from six to eight people. Y'all had a good time. Y'all got drinks. Y'all got food. Here come the check. Um, somebody says, "Hey, I'm a footed. Y'all just Venmo me." Or do you split the check? I feel like we touched on this last time, okay, and I then. feel like for me, no, we, we can talk. We can talk about okay, it. We, you know, we'll just you know leave the next one for the next one. Um, for me personally, I'm splitting the check, and for me, like I said last week, I'm bringing cash. That is it. And that's what it's going to be. If I know that I'm going out with a group of people, regardless of what 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 everybody's pockets look like, if it's planned that we're going to go out to, for dinner, I think now going forward, I'm bringing cash. This is my this is my own. Whether you decide to split it or you decide to do it on your own, one check. That's the best option. So that way you can just give the money to that person. You know what? Just keep the six dollars. Put that on a tip. If it, you know, that's the extra money or whatever the case may be. I'm not going to be doing no too much arguing, splitting, splitting seven, seven, eight ways. Just this my own money. Y'all figure it out. So have, have you a good been night. with people where they actually foot the whole check? Like one person will pay for everybody. And then you split it. And the then point. like you send them the money. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. I've done it. We've done all of the things. But I think going forward now, I think the best way to do it, because a lot of places don't let you split the check. And they won't tell you that to the end. So, you know. Because it's more difficult on the server. And they probably lie. And you can definitely split the check. Um, we work somewhere where you could split the check as many ways as you. You could split the check 13 ways if you want to. It just, it does make it, things a little bit difficult. But either way. But it is difficult. I'm going to just bring cash. Time. And so if you're my, a server, it's about flipping them tables. And, you know, being in that. But if you get one table, then, you know, you don't you don't need to be flipping too many tables. If you get one big table where it's eight people, you don't need to be flipping too many tables. You would hope. You would hope. For sure. You would hope. But I think the ghetto intellectual answer that I have is just, I'm bringing cash. Period. Okay. I guess that's it. Or don't invite me to no dinners. That's it. Okay. That's fine. I would have I would have said, hey, I'm going to foot it, but y'all better pay me. And Period. You know, and there is no if and or buts. So I'm going to want my money. No matter how, I don't care how reckless it gets, I want my money. So I'm going to pay for this because, you Nobody know. Nobody asked how, you to do that. No, it's not about asking. I've been in that situation multiple times where people be like, hey, I got it. Because, yeah, like, for me, Nobody. the people I roll with, I guess I'll say this. The people I roll with, they trying to either get their points or, they, you know, they got it like that. Okay, because one thing about me, I want all my points. I want, you know I got a new credit card. I'm trying to rack that joint up. Okay. Daisy you know got him a new credit card. <laughs> Why are you talking? He got him a new credit card. Not just one of them regular ones either. He got him a new credit card. New credit card. Okay, so. got some weight on it. You, feel you know, me? if okay. Daisy talk about he got it, just know he got it. Don't, but I don't got, ask me for shit. Don't ask Excuse me, for, me. I just need my buddy back. I, Period. I, I usually ask respectfully, but if I get this, if it needs to get disrespectful, I I, I can do that too. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So that's my ghetto intellectual answer. We got it quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the next the next thing? So on it's the... either Deji cipher. Oh, let's just do that. Fine. Deji got to decipher, and he's actually prepared this week, which is a great thing because he's usually not. Actually, I'm always prepared. Please don't lie on me. Okay, so the Deji decipher. The Deji decipher is here's the chain. Okay. It starts off like this. We can split it if that makes sense. If that makes <laughs> things easier, this is trivial. We just gonna go back and forth, though. The drawer was fixed for our certain. It's I'm gonna just say number for money. The drawer was fixed for money. It's still not done. I'm guessing another money so that money. If I money from Weber Grill and additional money, let's say money. This is still money. My point is splitting makes it more complicated when you ma- when you should match what I what I will pay. Read the first read the, just the first message. That okay. will be the decipher part. Fine. But that was the rest of that was context. Yeah, yeah. So the first message is we can split if that makes things easier. This is trivial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even reading it back, you see that it don't make sense. I'm just we just gonna go back and forth. Yeah. Though. Fourth. The yeah, number. Yeah. The yeah. F- number four. The number fourth. 
So I'm just like, at this point, I just I just decided, I think this year in 2022, I've just decided that I'm not going to go back and forth in text messages with you. Back and forth, the number fourth. I'm just not doing that because I don't have the energy to try to, you know, do Deja Deciphers. It's funny for the show, but like, oh, wow. I can't even, and you you read it back now and you laugh. Because, because I was, I think I was driving while I was doing that. And that's the problem too. You need to not be texting and driving. That's how people end up on the news. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, we just, you know... I feel like the biggest arguments that we be having is over money and who be spending money where. Not of like course. we broke or anything, just because like we need we, to cover each other. Yeah, we just be deciding that we want to split everything, mm-hmm. like we roommates or something. And which t- we technically are. We definitely are. We just don't pay no bills. So, but mm-hmm. the things that we do have to split, mm-hmm. we uh we split. we we split. And you know, sometimes Deji be trying to steal money from you. So I never, never in your life. I mean, stop lying to yourself. We can talk about how you used to take my money to go run up and get airheads. First of all, that so, was a community changer. It wasn't. Yes, it was. It wasn't. Yes, it was. And mm-hmm. they were fifteen cents. By the way, you gonna miss fifteen? No. Cents? So I wouldn't. If it was community change, <laughs> then I wouldn't have a problem with you taking it. But there was yeah, a time. It was. It was. It was not. Why would I? Why would I have a problem with you taking community <laughs> change? Mean, it was. It was. It was in that motherfucking blue buddy. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. When I actually started saving my money, you remember my green, my green Tigger pouch? No, I don't remember your yes. green Tigger you, pouch. You don't. You know why you don't remember? Because you chose to forget. No, Either way, he chose to forget. He steal money out of it and run up to about? the run up to the to the Seven Eleven, the White Hand, and go get fifty cent Airheads, fifteen cent Airheads. Excuse yeah. me. But yeah, so I mean, like the decipher was just, you know, we just need to figure out how we dispense the money. Deji don't really know how to talk, so in text. But he's he's such a perfectionist. That's why I was so surprised when he said that. Because where do you be trying to perfect? Uh, I'd be fair in my work. Okay, and ev- and other things, and other, yeah, things. other things. Okay, so you just you 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 let this one slip because you d- you decided to. Oh, I decided to let my text master skills go down the drain a long time ago. And I I'm not pressed about it. I just you know I've adapted, so now I know. I I, and I tell everybody just that. use the 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 recorded feature. No, because then I'll be on it all the time. There's too many people that I'm communicating with on. Yeah, if you really want to get at Deji, just call him. Most definitely. And he'd be on the phone all the time. Then I'll be talking to you for an hour. Literally, he'd be on the phone all the time. First of all, I just, I like to get to know where my people's, you know, if if you call me. I don't like talking on the phone. That's how you get to know people. See, that's the thing about our generation. You know, we don't like to talk on the phone no more. But that's how you build relationships. I, I do like speaking on the phone. Like if you if we were gonna have a like a conversation. But like I have friends that want to get on FaceTime and then like don't be having anything to talk oh, about. They just want to look at you. Yeah, they just I don't I'm okay. Wow, amazing. So the last segment, right? Yeah, what about it? Is um things I send Deji on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This, I literally just sent it to you. You probably didn't even have a chance to look at it. Maybe you want to look at it. I just sent it to you before or actually when we started recording. It's a picture of somebody eating rice and eggs mixed together. Just not like fried rice. It's white rice and eggs mixed together. And I just sent that to you because, one, I wanted to remind remind myself to talk about it. What the fuck are y'all doing? This reminds me of remember when we used to be in daycare back in Chicago, because I thought you were gonna tell a story. He said he, I was, but that's another day. Yeah, he he was supposed to tell a story about when we was in Chicago and we used to go to daycare there. Mm -hmm. But I'm still gonna talk about this today because. And they used to give us grape with our. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Grape jelly with our rice. Oh my god! (laughs) Honestly, low key, it was fire. Fire. That boat was fire. I, was, but, I don't even want to bring myself because I feel like this is this is like some poor shit. It like, had to be a, some ghetto <laughs> shit, some like ghetto black folk shit, and that's it, no problem because we ghetto intellectuals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I was like, what is this? But also, this is delicious. Yes. They used to eat grape jelly with rice for breakfast. That's what they would give us some days for breakfast. Yeah. Other days they would give us grits, which is why I love grits now with Did sugar. They really used to give us grits. They used to give us grits with sugar. I don't even remember that. That's the only reason why I could. Was it a think, black daycare? I think it was ran by black women. It was ran by black. Because it was women. in a church. Was it? It was under a church. I had no idea. I don't remember that detail. No, I, mean, no, I do remember it was in a church because, yes, because they used to have them big ass stairs. Yeah. And, and was there was under, one room. Yeah, and there was we one would room. be in like the game room and everything. Yeah, yeah. we'd be in the nursery, I guess. That's what yeah, it'd be. The nursery. Because yeah, yeah, we were young. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Memory. That's crazy how that triggered my memory. But this picture, I was literally like, 
at white rice and you know scrambled eggs for breakfast that's not really you know Wait, but hold on asian people do that i'm sure they do i mean they do it in fried rice you put that's fried eggs. Saying, so, it's, so it's not too crazy but what i'm just saying is like that reminded me of that moment because you mm. were said you were going to talk about daycare and yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it a different episode but like white rice and and grape jelly when i was you know two three four years old bang but the african in me is like where's the stew yeah so but but, i don't think i would eat that now probably not no eggs eggs and eggs stew and plantain delicious honestly to die for. delicious to die for Mm. i was thinking about making jello fries i made jello fries before okay so it was pretty good i yeah. thought it was pretty decent it was that's a fact you did make it is there anything yeah, else that I you do we don't have to argue about that we want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode <laughs> of nothing but a g-thing podcast where you can find us on social media nothing but a g-thing and a oh what excuse me i'm not N-O- i'm not spelling correctly yeah, today yeah like gt nothing yes but a G nothing but a g thing that is on instagram and twitter talk to us yeah, most people definitely. have been telling us that they like the show most definitely it's really exciting people. i they like it. that they're real we're really funny they like our banter that's my favorite part you know they said that we're really funny and that's of the part course. that you like okay no, that we're funny and that we're enjoyable because if they're laughing while they're listening that means that they feel they're a part of the conversation absolutely you guys are most definitely a part of the conversation and the way to get in more a part of the conversation is to talk to us on our social medias n-o-t-h-i-n-g capital b capital a capital g capital t that's on instagram and that's on twitter my personal social media is suki g's s-u-k-i-g-double-e-z because i make everything that i try look twice as easy all right and mine are both the same now finally officially i'm spirited oga across the board you spell mm. spirited you are, i hope you know how to spell that but it's s-p-r-i-t-i-e-d i don't know i remember underscore that's not how you spell it it's but whatever it's okay. you know i don't know how to spell it. it's fine and then Oga is spelled O-G-A. You can find me on IG and Twitter. Get at your boy. Thanks. Y'all, y'all keep it lovely. Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand.